Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget you can take us with you on the go by downloading us on your favorite podcast apps. All right, so on, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our thoughts on all of the tall tale, all five chapters, because we just finished it, not just, but finished the other day. And uh, we just wanted to get go into what we think about it. Again, like last time, spoiler alert. If you haven't already played through these tall tales. What did you guys think of it? The the story as a whole. I loved it. I think the story as a whole, it really captivated me. If you guys didn't understand that from the last podcast. <laughs> uh, the first tall tale, obviously, I thought was amazing. But I thought everyone elevated itself in a, in a great way. I thought... Again, just it, it encompasses everything, right? The music was really good. Um, the actual tall tale itself pulled you in. Everything that you had to do and kind of figure out, it kind of progressed and got a little harder every time you went to, you, you were always expecting like, oh, I gotta look for this, I gotta look for that. And, um, you know, it was it was still enjoyable though to further along. And, and everything you did, uh, I, what I, I thought was great and, and not to get uh, too deep into it and again spoiler alert but uh, especially on the the last tall tale or second or last one of those um, you had to like f- you know figure out these little images and that helps you unlock a chest I think at least we think uh, near the end and that was just kind of cool how usually you think that these tall tales or these things are just like extra additives okay cool it's just like something you have to do but it really helped you unlock things later on um, but again, I thought it was really captivating in a way that, oh yeah, shoot, this all kind of aligns and kind of pushes the whole tall tale forward. So I was really excited and I really enjoyed them uh, overall. I really liked, I, you kind of expect that like the first one's going to be the shortest and it's building up to this like final battle that's going to take you the longest. And I went into the fifth tall tale thinking that, um that it was going to be a marathon, that it was going to be like a four hour long tall tale. But looking back on it, the third one really took us the longest and had the most to explore because there were so many different sections of that one. So I don't know. I just kind of liked that it was like, 
it was not predictable. I didn't feel like it was predictable at all. I felt like the whole time that I was just like on the edge of my seat and like ready and waiting for the next thing to push the story forward. Now, I agree with that too. And I, what I really liked about them is that the first one took us a, a little bit because we had to get our bearings straight about what these tall tales were about, right? We had to understand kind of what we maybe had to look for or what was kind of out there and kind of know the trickery, so to say. Um, and that, that helped actually further along the rest of the uh, the rest of the tall tales out there um, to, to kind of figure things out. So I agree that the third one was the longest, but what I really liked about them is that they all went pretty quick too. And all of a sudden we look at the time, it's like, wow, we've been doing this for an hour and a half. And it didn't even feel like that. It just, it, it flowed really well to me that it didn't feel like it was dragging on. Yeah, I... I really enjoyed it. I thought the story was well written. Um, I never guessed where it was going. Not just story-wise, but uh, mechanic-wise, too. Um, there'd be parts where I think, like, I know what we're doing next, but then it's not. Oh, okay. I remember what I was going to say. Maybe this will jog your memory. Um, I felt like it was a per it perfectly, like, meshed the two worlds of sea of thieves and pirates of the caribbean like i didn't ever question you know how these two things fit together it felt very natural which is something i was concerned about when they announced the partnership that it was going to be like that it was going to mm -hmm. feel very forced and like shoehorned together kind of just to make money but i never really felt that way no i agree and i i think with with that it was more so you got to enjoy everyone thought in their mind like oh this is gonna follow like the movies or this is gonna follow the ride or this is gonna whatever like they all had these pre you know at least i did had all these preconceptions of what was gonna happen and the story did follow in some ways but at the same time it, it really differentiated itself to make it unique and that's what i thought was really cool it wasn't like hey this is something we've all seen and they just redid it it was a whole new tale uh, along the same lines with sea of thieves slash pirates of the caribbean uh, but it all followed really well. So I, I agree with that. One thing that I felt as we were doing it is it took these characters that we love, like the ferryman and, and these like, uh, um, and, and Duke and Wanda, like these characters that we know from Sea of Thieves and made them feel bigger. Like it's no longer these characters that we as players of this game are experiencing in a vacuum. Like these player, these characters that we love are now part of an even bigger world. And I think that that's really cool. Like that makes me emotional to think about that. Yeah, so it wasn't just, I, I really like the fact that it wasn't just like a Pirates of the Caribbean story beginning, now it's over and see you later back to what you know, you're what you're doing normally. Our regularly scheduled Sea of Thieves programming. Thank you. I, I was actually trying to think of it. <laughs> uh, but it took the story and the lore of the world of Sea of Thieves and pushed that forward. So now that, you know, Jack Sparrow and them are gone, we still have this story. You just got disconnected, Casey. Oh, got it. Um, we still have this story that can progress without these added characters. I think that worked really, really well. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in on that too, because um, as you all know, as you've been listening to the podcast, I'm obviously pretty new to the Sea of Thieves and especially to the Sea of Friends. Um, but as we've kind of progressed along, it's been great to have lunch on side because he's been able to inform me kind of of the background. And, and especially in one of the tall tales, um, as, as they've kind of been alluded to with 
Wanda, um, a few others that, that have been in there, um, they really progressed a story along and it was nice to know the background and that the background comes all the way from, you know, year one of Sea of Thieves and, and the half a year and how it's kind of built up, which I thought was really cool how they did, as Casey kind of mentioned, how they intertwined that into where we're at now, because that made a big difference and it made me now want to go back and do the tall tales from before. And I'm not obviously complete with all of them. I've only done a couple, uh, work my way up. And then all of a sudden the Pirates of the Caribbean one came out, but it made me want to go back and understand the story really behind the Sea of Thieves and the story that, that this all came to. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, I when you started, was Lorena always outside the tavern when you started? Was Duke ever hanging out in the tavern? No, I think when I first started, Duke was just missing. And everyone's talking about how we, we can't see Duke anymore and he's not in the tavern. And I knew nothing really about what that meant. I heard people talk about it like, oh, I just found him here. There's a sighting here. But I didn't know what it necessarily meant. But I even... will say in episode four, I'm just going to say episode four, <laughs> Tall Tale, like chapter four. When Duke starts talking, it broke my heart Aww. to realize that he was with this dark brethren and he was joining these villains of the sea. It sucked, man. I always liked the Duke. I know a lot of people like say they saw it coming and they knew it, but you know, I, I didn't. I knew he was looking for something, but I wasn't expecting you know this. It was sad. There and there, so, there was one part and, and, during the the final tall tale that I I got I got misty eyed, and that was when uh everybody showed up, Pendragon, I totally George cried. Rose, <laughs> um the captain of the morning, uh, the Morning Star whose name I can't remember, sorry Captain. But, <laughs> yeah, if it, it, it's one of those, it's one of those things because they say like. You know, you can come to the game brand new and do the pirate stuff from the, the the jump, you know. But there's these big moments like that where, like, if you haven't done the Shores of Gold Tall Tales, then these characters mean nothing. And it's not that big of an impact, especially towards the end when, spoilers, Rose and George are brought back to life and they're able to live another life that they didn't get to live beforehand. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. Like for me, again, being a new player, I didn't really understand that. And when you were, when we were in the heat of the moment of it, and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is happening. Like I, I had no idea. And it was, again, nice to hear your your backstory with it. And, and again, it makes me want to do the tall tales and really pay attention to kind of how this all came, came to be. Um, and especially when you talked about like even Wanda, I, I had no idea who Wanda was and just understanding now the whole backstory and, and how Sea of Thieves evolved from the, from the start and where, where she kind of came from within the story, it was really captivating to me. And, and again, I, hopefully they bring something back out about that, or hopefully they, you know, re recapture that story if, if, if any essence, because I can't imagine seeing, you know, her progression and then seeing her in this tall tale, how that all brings it together. I mean, I understand where you kind of come from in that. And, and it was really inspiring to me to, to go back and do those and, and just to even understand the lore behind it all. Yeah. Next time we're, uh, next time you're on golden sands, go to the weaponsmith and talk to her sister, 
Wonda. Hmm, clever. Yeah, they just changed the A with an O. <laughs> Are they twins? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. To be determined. And then the last thing I want to say about the Tall Tales, that that's not me saying you guys can't talk about it afterwards, but the last thing I'm saying <laughs> I'm going to say is like... Uh, they left it open. Like, it, this should be the end of the story, right? Like, Jack Sparrow came, he's gone. We had our Jack Sparrow fill, our Pirates of the Caribbean fill. It's over with. Um, but they left it open to where, like, he could return if he wanted to. He's going on in a mission he's been talking about. We still don't know what that treasure box was, you know? Um, yeah, I feel like it's set up for that story to continue. Because how could we not find out? You know, like, you can't yeah. you can't leave us hanging. But that's the that's the thing I really like about it is like it's it's open, but it's also shut. You know, it's a jar. That's what it is. It's a jar. I mean, that the tall tale is shut, and it's not a jar of dirt. I hope that's not where you're going with this. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> I got a jar of dirt. Um, no, many but people made that reference when playing through the tall tales. Yeah, never Everybody. once, right? <laughs> But what? So I was going to say that too. So the fifth tall tale for me was I, it was definitely not underwhelming. But I thought when we got out, we didn't know obviously what we were going to, what the objective was. What we knew what the objective was, but we didn't know what we had to do it necessarily. And all of a sudden, when we figured it out, it just was kind of over. And to me, I was kind of a little dumbfounded, a little bit, a little pushback. I'm like, wait, that's that's kind of it. But I, I like how you kind of summed it up there, lunch, and, and it was more about. Hey, this is open and we might have defeated blank, 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 spoiler alert, blank now. But like, what is to come? This is only the first five and, and hopefully they do obviously like five more or whatnot that kind of brings it all back in full circle. And I think there's some dialogue, especially at the end that that kept me um, awake and I'll, I'll let you guys figure it out for yourselves. But it, it let me open to know that hopefully this is going to come back and not you know especially with what jack sparrow said obviously he said again spoiler he will return so that was a big one but also uh even with the main villain and the whole thing you know it just it wasn't the easiest way to go and i think they're going to bring back something bigger and better um that's still going to bring us you know again a captivating experience and something that we're just absolutely going to love at least i will Damn it, what is that about? To, I was like, what was I about to say? Fuck me, dude. <laughs> God. I was oh yeah, okay. Um like I I hope they do more, right? Cause I love the world and the lore of Pirates of the Caribbean. But I also at the same time don't want them to do more. Cause I don't want that to be the focus. I don't want the game to change and become a Pirates of the Caribbean game. I want it to be Sea of Thieves and keep that that core concept and that that's the stuff everyone loves about the game without changing it into something else to, you know, maybe make more people come back or make more people join. And I think that's a fair concern. I, I definitely don't want this to turn into Pirates of the Caribbean online. I'm, I think I'm, was there. I think that would be a cool game, right? Pirates of the Caribbean online, like a Pirates of the Caribbean. MMO. <laughs> that might have been a thing. I don't even know. Um, I'm yeah. with you. I was but say one same... more thing, but I forgot. I was to say I'm with you, but at the same token, I think that they integrated with it Sea of Thieves so well, in my opinion, that I, I I'm not too fearful of that. I'm not too fearful of of 
the Pirates of the Caribbean necessarily taking over. I mean, you said it best in our last episode, I, I believe it was, or maybe two episodes ago, but we're now in the same time and, and dynasty, so to say, as, as the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? So I think they can go a lot of different ways, and especially bringing back some of the characters they did, it's going to wonder what kind of maybe villains or or other disparities that are going to come into this because of that. So I think they can branch off in a few different ways while still pertaining with Pirates of the Caribbean maybe for the Tall Tale set, but also leaving themselves open for more Tall Tales to kind of come as well. well and was this their way of integrating these sort of long lost characters from the Sea of Thieves lore back into the game? to then expand upon new tall tales and current adventures with characters that we love but thought were lost to us. Oh, 100%. And I'll also say, too, like, we, we talked about way back in episode one. Again, here's a ghost story for you. Um, but is this, <laughs> is this you know, uh, how are we going to re revitalize, you know, people to come back into the Sea of Thieves? Is it, is it back, you know, so to say? And it's funny going on Twitter and kind of seeing different things. And it, it was crazy to me to see that Sea of Thieves actually posted, I think just today or, or recently, that they hit 400,000 followers on, on Twitter, right? So not that that's necessarily a gauge, but I don't know where it was before. It could have been another 10 followers, who knows? But I think that it just shows that, hey, we, we kind of hit a milestone that this is reinvigorating re you know, the game itself. And I think that because of that, they're going to go in those directions to bring new things and balance things out a little bit and continue those tall tales that, that are almost left, you know, open-ended for some of these characters. So I, I, I thought it was really graceful in my opinion, just only being on the seas for a couple months. I was kind of scared um, going through the tall tales after the first one, just because of some stuff I'd heard online about like glitches and, and people being jerks and spawn camping. But I feel like we didn't really experience any of that stuff. We, we've we've experienced a few glitches. There's one in like the second one, so we couldn't get like a commendation. And there are some mishaps here and there that maybe some of us missed certain lines of dialogue or things that were happening. But I feel overall like like I don't like a lot of people have been giving it shit for all of its problems, but I don't feel like we ran into many. Well, and we we did get rolled up on a couple of times um, at the start of our sessions, but. Nothing detrimental. Um, so I feel like the seas were active because of them, but we didn't suffer at the hands of other pirates because we were doing tall tales. Yeah, I agree. I think there are some certain points where it's like, oh man, we're just trying to start this off. We're trying to listen to the dialogue and someone rolls up on us. It's like, really? This is, you know, I, I want to get the full experience. But yeah, I, I heard there was a lot of bugs and, and I think we experienced a few here and there, but the one thing I really loved about, you know, Rare or Sea of Thieves, the, the whole team there is that, you know, they were on it right away. Obviously, they, they told everybody, hey, we know this is happening. And they, they sent out, out already a patch to kind of fix that. So it, not that it's going to be perfect. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. You know, how you launch this out, especially, again, if you all remember, this was, you know, announced on the, you know, Xbox session on, on E3. And then a week later, or nine days later, whenever it was, we were able to experience it. Nothing we had to wait on. So I know they've been testing it on, doing everything, but I, I think just bravo all in all how, again, they understood there were some bugs, they fixed them, the patch is already out, life should be good now, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, but just really good in, in that essence to kind of 
bring people back kind of that want that PVE experience um, and kind of keep them away from others and, and just do a whole new experience for everybody in the game that they really haven't experienced. Totally. And speaking of bugs, apparently there is a bug that is being exploited right now. Um, and I can't say exploited because, like, who knows it's a bug? It could just be what Rare wanted, but then Rare said, like, that wasn't the... Supposed now to it's being exploited. They're going to be fixing it. But, um, so what happens is people get to Reaper 5, then they throw down a checkpoint for, like, the first or, was it, third tall tale that take you to the portal. They go through the portal, and they cancel their tall tale, and then go back to the portal onto a different server, and they do this to find emissaries. So Rare said that uh, that wasn't supposed to happen. The flag was supposed like, if you go through a portal with an emissary flag up, it's supposed to go down. So they're going to be working on a fix for that soon. But I see a lot of people online crying about it. Um, but I mean, if you know, what that's no different than if they server merged onto your server, right? And all of a sudden, there's no reapers on your server. Then all of a sudden, you see a level five reaper. I feel like it's no difference. I mean, granted, they are you know stocking up their ships. Um, to keep their supplies, but I don't know. I don't think it's something to, to cry about, and I don't think it's something that Rare needs to necessarily fix. You know, that's not the, the what they need to focus on. Yeah, that's just. I mean, whatever, man. Like, pirates are gonna pirate. Like, people are gonna be opportunists. That's just what's gonna happen. I don't think there's any need to like throw a fit about it. And I'm sure Rare will fix it eventually. Yeah, Reaper's going to reap. It, damn it, you told the words out of my mouth. <laughs> but what I was also going to entertain on that whole idea, and I get it, right? I mean, it's nice that you can put your flag up, you you reap the benefits of uh... that server. Hello. <laughs> and you get to another one. I guess I look at it both ways, right? So, yeah, you've worked hard to get this, but that's why there are merger servings. If, 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 or merger, merge, merger serving. There we go. Nope. Something like that. Try it again. You know what I mean. <laughs> Server merging. There you, you go. Know. <laughs> um, you know, that's out there. And, and that's going to happen, obviously, if you don't have the amount of boats and, and, and crew on that server so that you can go out and continue what you started. Um, on the same token, if I'm on a server and I just started out and there's nobody on there, and I get it, it's a pirate's game and, and people are going to loot, but the last thing I want is to throw up an emissary and all of a sudden, a Reaper 5 shows up out of nowhere with, without any indication. Like, I, I feel that is a little unfair. And I get both sides again. I'm, I'm trying to be on, you know, the edge. I enjoy that, that edge of knowing that my loot can be stolen at any time by anybody in the game. I, I prefer that. I like that, that beat of my heart to go to that. But at the same time, I think it's unfair that someone has a, a level five all of a sudden where they can see every emissary on the board. That just seems a little unfair in, in, in those points. Because I know you, you work hard to get up to that level five. Um, but if you're able to just dominate that all day and then, you know, reap the, the benefits again, here we go, um, for everybody on that server, that's just that does seem a little unfair if you can just go by checkpoint to checkpoint to do that. Yeah, I, I, I sit here and I say, like, stop whining, people. But I know if it happened to me, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, but I think... What was I going to say? No, go on, go on. 
Oh, I was going to say, but that's why you had the, the server merger. Hey, I did it right for, for once. Um, but that's why you had that kind of merge and happen to get to that point. Uh, I, I know that for me, if I, I'm not going on a server and like necessarily if I see a Reaper, I'm not going to jump servers. But it really seems like this problem, this bug, whatever you might want to say, is, is really up to like the 10% of the people, in my opinion, that just do jump server to server to PVP to steal loot and, and not be a sea of friends, <laughs> um, but to kind of steal that loot in that way. So I think you, you hear, you know, you hear people complain about it, but I really think it's probably 90% of the audience I'm hoping is not doing that. They're, they're getting on the server, I think like us and Hey, let's do you know, let's roll the dice on what we want to do tonight. And then we actually go and do it. And it's, it doesn't matter who's on the board. If there's level five, you know what, bring it. We'll, we have the cannons ready. We're ready to go. Um, but I think it's just that kind of mentality. Again, if, if you're on there, you're doing something, especially, and I can say it now that I finally did my own Athena run with an emissary flag up by myself. If a damn Reaper five came up and they were right next to me, I'd be a little, you know, a little protrude that all of a sudden they're here and can see exactly where I am when I'm on my final dig. So I, I, I get where people can be upset both ways, but also I, I'm probably leaning more towards I'm assuming 90% of the population playing this game that, hey, why is this guy rolling up when all he had to do was conquer one server to come to mind? Yeah, and whether, for me, whether it's... Oh, for, <laughs> I muted myself. Um, for for me, whether or not it like it's an ex-player cheating, I, I... Rare, like, people are upset that Rare is going to fix it. People are upset that they haven't fixed it yet. I'm just like, fix it if you want to fix it. Like, it's your game. You didn't want this thing to be a thing in the game. It wasn't meant to be. So they're going to fix it, and who cares, you know? Although, there's one thing that's not meant to be in the game that was sort of kind of a bug, and that's one thing they said they never fixed. So who knows? Maybe they'll decide not to fix the Reaper thing. And that thing yeah. is the, the sword lunge. The sword lunge was never supposed to, like, throw you into the water and, like, skin me across and stuff. So. Oh, well, really? I think... You yeah. get a lot of people raging about that oh my if God. they took that away, <laughs> including I me. I'm, I'm slow as it is. I need that to get me around. So we do have a new event coming up. I think it started today, actually, the day of recording. It is called the Flags of Friendship. And they've done this before, right? Flags of Friendship? Yeah. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Yeah. Huh. But I do find it interesting that um, the last event we had was Reapers versus the World, and now it's Flags of Friendship. Maybe 100%. I just have this in my head because I've, I've seen it on a trailer or something. But like I could have sworn they did it earlier in the year. Mm -mm. But uh, so what they said was undertake a range of tasks to build favor with the bilge rats and unlock cosmetics share loot with other crews to earn a special title should you undertake certain tasks while in an alliance with another crew you'll earn additional favor so be sure to fly that alliance flag and work together to make the sea of thieves a safer place for new pirates i think they had this set up to happen after a pirate's life knowing that there are going to be a ton of new people into the game and let's welcome these people as opposed to like push them away by killing them and taking their shit and making them think like this is a stupid game i don't want to play this 
I mean, I can't complain. We're we're promoting Sea of Friends in here now. They have an <laughs> event for alliances. Hey oh. <laughs> but no, I, I I agree. So like, I've heard both sides again. That you know, some are like, seriously, all we do is try to alliance up. Like this is supposed to be. It's called Sea of Thieves. Blah blah blah. And I get that. And and, and people are gonna do. Reapers gonna reap. I think is what Lunch said. Said it best. Um, and that's so true, but at the same same token of this, I, I agree. We're gonna have a, a bunch of new players. I already said that you know that the Twitter handle itself, whoever's on Twitter, um, is is going to you know is already at four hundred thousand, right? So we have a lot of new in, influx of players, and I think this is a way that hey, we can join forces, get stuff done. There are already players out there that alliance all the time. I, I know we try to every so often, unless people you know don't want it. Um, so it's just a way that. I think we'll bring in a new fashion of the game, um, I, and again, I get both sides. We we want to we want to attack. Some people don't. I also think though this is going to be a way that reapers can reap, but more sneakily. And I say that in one of the commendations I think for it, and that's where you have to drop a hundred treasure off on somebody's ship it's 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 really crazy to me that you have to like take your treasure and put it on their ship but i was also watching boxy stream and here's our weekly shout out to boxy uh yeah boxy fresh yeah that's the boxy call right there yeah but boxy that term i like it i want everyone to know that But Boxy, Boxy was helping people out on this whole thing, and he was reading. And he's like, "Are you serious? Like, we got more friends things like." And I'm like, "I thought the same thing with you, Casey. I thought we had something, or I, I don't remember anything like this. So I thought this was kind of new with all the new influx of people. So it was good timing." Um, but he just picked someone's treasure up, I think, on a ship just to look at it and dropped it, and he got the, you know, he got it. I think he sunk, sunk them after what he did that. He was just looking around and being his typical Boxy self and. I loved it. It was it was great entertainment, but it's going to be interesting to see. Like, do you really trust people? I mean, it is called the Sea of Thieves. This is a way I know you're going to make people open, but it's also a way that you can put people in a place where you know pirates come aboard and everything's gone. So it's it's really interesting to see this dynamic come in. It's hard to trust people, even with a flags of friendship event. Hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, go on. Oh no worries, man. I was gonna say like hundred percent. How many times have we rolled up? People have an alliance flag. They come up to a world event we're doing, and we know like no, I don't trust these guys. You know, worth its weight in gold. And all of a sudden, they you know they betray us. We betray them. Whatever it may be. Like I get where they're trying to merge this, but you still there's no trust in there, and and you really have to work up to that. Uh, you know, to continue forward. Yeah, the the friends portion of the game, the thieves portion of the game, I love it all. I don't want either side to turn anybody away. I don't want people to come to the game or leave the game if they're out here being like, yeah, they're they're promoting too many team ups and this and that. I just want to fight. I just want to hunt. But at the same time, I don't want people to leave because the opposite. Like, I just want to sail around with my friends, and these people keep killing me. Like, I, that's the that's the one thing that saddens me about the game is just the the two different sides. And how it's hard. It's kind of like there's like this like it can't coexist fully, but it needs to coexist. But there's a lot of people who don't want it to coexist. No, that that's so true. There, that's a, that's enough for a whole nother podcast, which I'm sure we'll do in the near future, regardless PVE versus PVP. But it's it's tough because 
I love, I just, I absolutely love the aspect that you can't trust anybody and that you can trust people like in life in general, you have to kind of understand somebody where they're coming from, you know, how they're acting, what they're doing. And, and you kind of see it. And there's a lot of telltale signs that people are going to attack you regardless. I mean, especially if you watch a lot of the big streamers out there, you know, how, how they kind of interact with people. But it's just interesting to see how this dynamic is going to kind of go and where we're going to go. I mean, if we all saw it, I, I don't remember the final numbers, but in the Reaper event, there was what, 300, was it 300,000? Was that how many gold hoarders were destroyed during the event? Like, it was yeah, something. It was, it was something. Oh something high gosh. like that. It was something ridiculous. So when people have that, that initiative to, to go out and, you know, take the flags as they see fit um, and, and to reap, you know, reapers be reaping. Uh, it's it's interesting. So it'll be interesting to see how this kind of plays out too, because a lot of these are going to be pretty hard, in my opinion. I think one of the events uh, or accommodations you have to do is is complete a kraken to get you know uh, to get some renown with it, and that's that's not easy to get. I mean, you have to a complete a world event and then just happen to be around where a kraken is. It it always seems to be you know popping up in the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, but hey, are you an alliance or not? I don't know. Yeah, and that's the thing, because like. If a ship you're in the alliance with gets cracking, does that count towards you for that combination? I don't know. Because it sucks because when it comes to stuff like that, it kind of sucks because there's been times where, you know, we've sailed for days and days and, and not come across a kraken. Even with, you know, world events being completed. So it is really hard because it just says you have to, you know, defeat a kraken while in an alliance. That doesn't say your alliance defeats it, though. So that's oh, where I gotcha. Th oh, be, but I think to your point, you know, it's it's kind of open ended on how that is. I would assume you have to at least maybe sit. I think they want us to sail together. You know, the whole Athena, the whole pirate legend. We shall sail together. <laughs> maybe that's where that comes into play. And it's like, hey, two ships are going to go roll up on a world event. Roll, you know, if they're rolling together and a Kraken's available, boom, they're going to hit it. But uh, I don't know. I think it's a good call out on, on the whole thing because if you're an alliance, it should count if you're partnering with somebody. Yeah, I think so. I feel like other games that kind of stuff happens, but yeah, we'll see. We'll have to get out there. We'll have to get out there and test some out, test some of the stuff out, and see what's up. I can't wait to get out there again. Oh, get those flags of friendship. Make some friends. Try to make some friends the other day, but that didn't really work out. <laughs> Is that your tall tale? Hopefully Actually, they, I, I think it's time for this week's tall tale. Does anybody have a tall tale? Because if no one had a tall tale, I know we forgot to discuss it beforehand, but I had a tall tale. If, if no one, go for it, man. Bring it on, man. Let's go. So this this happened to me a while back. Solo slooping, you know, seeing what kind of trouble I can get into, you know. <laughs> um, and I saw a uh, I saw a sloop up ahead. And uh, so my original plan was to set my ship on fire and charge at them, but not crash into them or anything, and then just kind of yell for help, you know, just see if they would help me. Um, so I set my ship ablaze, and as I got close, I noticed their ship was sinking. And so I thought, oh, I think they might have just logged off. And then I saw two guys in the water. Uh, they flagged me down. I, I asked them, you know, oh my, come on board. They're like, our ship's saying, can we come out, you know, help you? And I said, yeah, sure, just help me put out this fire. I don't know, I don't know what happened. It just burst into flames. <laughs> Um, I was smoking a cigarette and I flicked it in the back. Uh, sea know. of gods. Sea yeah. of gods. 
So um, my first thought was like, all right, they're probably going to kill me, you know. But they didn't. They uh, they said, hey, we're doing some voyages, and we have some treasure right here. And I said, bring it on board, and I will Uber you to your next destination. And they said, cool, sounds good. And uh, they showed me where they were going, and I took them there. I think it was Mermaid's Hideaway. So I took them to my, where I picked them up at. I want to say I picked them up at Cannon Cove. Um, and then so I turned around and started heading to Mermaid's Hideaway. They were doing a Gold Hoarder Vault. Man, the, the, how much of this I remember is like more than I thought I would remember. Um, <laughs> That's like why it's called a Tall Tale. Um, so we got to Mermaid's. They, uh, they dug up their map piece. And uh, then the compass was taking them to in a direction I can only assume was Wanderer's Refuge. I said, I think we're going to Wanderer's Refuge. I said, okay. So I took them to Wanderer's Refuge. And then they got the final piece of the map. Oh, yeah, no, that's what, okay, they got the map, and the X was on Wanderer's Refuge. That's why we went to Wanderer's Refuge. So we went to Wanderer's. They dug up the, the key, which was on Devil's Ridge. And so I said, all right, let's go. I'll take you there. And one of the guys uh, said, you know what, I'm going to go spawn back and get our ship. And I said, right on, we will meet you at Devil's Ridge. And so we just sailed. And at one point... Wait, at this point, all of their treasure is on your ship. All of their treasure is on my ship. The no, vault and No alliances. With the vault key. The vault key. Oh, okay, the vault key... And no alliances. Right, no alliances and all of the treasure that they had when you rolled up on them. Yes. Okay. So we start heading to Dell's Ridge. And, and we can I interrupt by... you? Yeah, yeah. How, how many people? Is this like a sloop or is this it a was brig? A sloop, so it was just two guys. So one guy left then to get his one ship, guy obviously. One to go get a sloop. One guy's chilling with me. Cool, man. And we were oh, where we were rolling up near. Oh, I'm trying to remember where we were passing. No red flags. <laughs> no red <laughs> flags. I'm just a chill Uber driver, man. Uber sailor, you know. Totally. You get your thirty percent, you're out. That's from SSX. Um, we were passing. I think we might have been passing Snake Snake Island. That area, not necessarily Snake Island, but we we're half. I'd say halfway, halfway to Devil's Ridge, when. Uh, the guy falls off my ship. And uh, my first Oops. thought is like, I should drop my anchor and uh, let him back on. And then my second thought was like, or I can just say see you later. You mean the and, pirate brain? Yeah, I said see you later. <laughs> and I, I, right, like, I was like, all right, cool. I got a bunch of treasure, you know, ha ha. And then my brain went, he's going to spawn back to his friendship and tell his friend what happened. Um, so I raced to Devil's Ridge. <laughs> I popped that key in. I got in that vault. No, I got the chest of tribute. I, I was only focused on the chest of tribute. I got that out, and I started getting other chests out. I did not stay behind to grab coins. I just, you know, I took as much as I can before the door shut, put it on my ship, started heading towards Ancient Spire. I see a sloop coming towards me. I think uh -oh. it could be them. So I run to the roar. So I'm like, all right, I, they're a little bit of ways, but if I stop at Anxious Spire, they're going to catch me. So I go to the Roar. And I'm about halfway to Morrow's Peak when I turn around, and I see that sloop getting attacked by a brig. Some brig saved my life. 
and I was able to get away with their treasure. And this is why I don't trust Uber drivers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. God, God bless Brig. Yeah, I was just like, whew, well, this shit, is that awesome. was a that was a good fifty thousand seal. <laughs> oh yeah, it was great, and it's it's stuff that like I never did on my own. It was like the first time I, you know, I did something on my own that um, daring, or I mean recently like when the game first launched you know i played solo and i would just you know mess with people because everyone at that point at launch everyone's on the same queue everyone's still getting the hang of everything and stuff so i had no problems like rushing people and jumping people and fighting and trying to steal people's treasure but over time as people have gotten better and i have not (laughs) um you know i tend to take it easy when i'm soloing Um, see I, I take that in as you you were better. You were just you knew your strengths and you pled to them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, we try to be a sea of friends here, but your friendship can only go as so far. And yeah, I yeah. think if someone were to fall off your ship, that gives the opportune moment, Savvy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, it was a it was a, it was a good it was a good haul and it was a good fun stream. I was streaming that day. I wish I had it saved. Where do you stream at? I just, oh, <laughs> gl- glad you asked that. <laughs> uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash last call for lunch. If you ever want to see my beautiful face but listen to their beautiful voices, find us there. We're all usually playing together. Amen. Um, but before we go, I did want to. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. I- so, I also had one quick thing in here, and while you're pulling it up, I just want to let you know this is this is the Warhawk tip of the day. They fix not a, not necessarily the bug, but it has been common knowledge, I think, where you could put a rage chest on the bottom of your ship with some water, and it cools it down. Senor, senorita, that is no longer anymore. That will blow some holes in your ship. So I would keep it on the mast. Or deliver it immediately because I watched Boxy again. Boxy Fresh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Boxy Cole, that uh, did not go. He he actually got away today because of that, or or was able to sink a brig because of that down in there in their hole. Um, so just just a you know warning, see your friends that if you have a you know rage chest and you send down your hole, it can create holes now. Really. I really, mean, really, it don't really matter to us anymore. Like, I, again, this is what a, a fourth boxy call out of the episode. I, I think we watched him put it on the nose of his ship of like a month ago, two months ago, whatever. Just talking about how like how stupid it is to have as much water in the bottom of your ship as you need to for that glitch to work. And then ever since we started doing that, it's been very fairly easy to just put out because it just sets the nose of your ship on fire. No, so. I'm I know. I'm just surprised that they fixed that one. Because I actually didn't think it was that helpful. So I'm like, it's interesting to me that Rare felt it was, that that it was important enough to fix. They've, I mean, they've it, fixed a few things, actually. I know, I know on Steam, people were able to go into the game files and change the field of view to get like a really, really wide field of view. Uh, that was giving them an advantage of seeing people on the left and right of them that if it was us, we wouldn't be able to see. You know, mm-hmm. but, and they just went and fixed that. Hmm. I think that's something that should have been fixed. And 
I, to me, that could, like, that is, you know, not perma-ban, but, you know, somewhat bannable, because that's actually going into the game files, and to me, that's cheating. But Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. But that's that's your, you know, Warhawk trip, you know, trick of the week. <laughs> Hopefully it works. I don't know. It's not confirmed by us. I'll confirm it, you know, when we sail again. But lunch, you go on. What were you going to talk about? Um, so... This kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the the Pirates Life Tall Tales, but I put out uh, a tweet not too like like a week ago, um, just saying you know what does everyone think of Sea of Thieves and Pirates Life so far, and I never get people responding to things to me on Twitter, you know, uh, but then just some random dude was like, well, I don't want to say his name, I don't know how this works of like saying people's Twitter handles and stuff, like should I ask him to say his Twitter handle on a podcast? Um, but he just said, uh, well, would be fun if I could enjoy it. So far, my experiences trying to get the commendations for part two have been fruitless due to the first time being spawn camped by other players, which is something we've heard but didn't experience. Then another crew coming in after mine and glitched us out so we couldn't do it. So, yeah. Bummer. Yeah. Dang, that does suck. I, I will say, you just reach out, man. We we do sometimes have a fourth if you ever need it. We'll we'll get you through those tall tales. That's true. So just like this, Mister Mister did on Twitter. If you had something you want to say to us, a topic or a story, you can always tweet at us at the Sea of Friends, or email us at Sea of Friends Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's it for this week's episode, everybody. Don't forget, new episodes come out every Friday on your favorite podcast app and then the following weekend, a video or picture version on YouTube, depending on how much time I have. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.